You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Crew, this is Mark Hatmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Today, let's talk a little bit of esoterica. Let's talk uh, Comanche Tubonito, an aspect from Samurai Zen, and uh, traits precariously close to supernatural powers. Or perhaps we're not really talking supernatural. I think you'll see what I mean as we go on. First, a definition. Tubonito is a Comanche word or phrase or command, actually, to be awake. In the cultural context, it's less about the opposite state of being asleep than it is about full engagement, full awareness of your environment. So pretty much uh, uh, state readiness for all of us out there. One of the uh, a rough and ready, uh, good to go uh, cadre with your eyes on the prize and making sure we're good protectors of ourselves and those around us. Uh, Tubanito is actually more complicated than that bit of uh, always be ready. We're going to come back to that. For those who wish to nail uh, this pronunciation against Tubonito, you kind of pull back on that U a little bit against uh, pu uh, pulling your lips out and you know, forward and then back. And you're Tubonito. Now, legend and anecdotal evidence abounds regarding to the scouting, woodcraft, bushcraft, outdoor awareness, survival skills of hunter-gatherer cultures of the past and uh, still extent hunter-gatherers. Some of these stories border on the supernatural to our eyes and ears, as many of these accounts seem to stretch credulity to the breaking point. And these are not just mere standard layman observers. I mean, I have no doubt in some cases there's exaggerations taking an upper hand here, but we have more than a few first-hand accounts from pres presumably sober Western civilized sources, that is, anthropologists and military reports, that seem to show that many, uh, some of this vaunted reputation, it is indeed uh, deserved. I'm going to go to a single case in point for a moment, uh, even though I'm talking because what I'm more familiar with would be the uh, the Plains Indian aspect, in particular the, the Comanche aspect. We do find a little bit of this in other warrior cultures as well, uh, and many other warrior cultures. I'm going to give just a single other example. We see this in uh, some of the purported supernatural training of some of the Samurai Zen, particularly those from the Rinzai uh, school. We'll find such phrases as whenever the mind uh, is in such a space, one is called uh, unobstructed, an unobstructed wayfarer with these six powers. And they're going to delineate uh, these six powers, which uh, sound akin to supernaturalness, but we'll have uh, uh, some Zen commentators, later translators, are pointing out what they're saying here is not so much that these are true supernatural powers. People get hung up on this and trying to jump directly to this. They're actually referring to uh, the mental clarity and objectivity that would be needed to make sober sense of the whole questions and practical implications for human life, meaning that uh, you're basically trying to be clear and truly awake in the moment, and that sort of uber-ultra-awareness <laughs> uh, can be misinterpreted by others as being some sort of otherness. Let's go back to, uh, again, a single case in point. Let's bring this back to the States. In California in the year 1861, they're experiencing one of the worst droughts in their civilized recorded history. I know that sounds a bit familiar, doesn't it? Perhaps weather is cyclical, huh? The uh, long prayed for and needed rains began around New Year's Day of 1862 and continued so unceasingly that newly elected Governor Leland Stanford um, was only inaugurated by leaving the governor's mansion in the 
city of Sacramento and being transported to the top of the Capitol steps, traveling the entire way by rowboat. Okay, and that's how bad the flooding was. Now, the stories of the deluge's destruction are numberless, but what I want to call your attention to is a newspaper account in the Nevada City Democrat newspaper. The story appeared on January 11, 1862, and reports that the native tribes near Marysville, California, prior to the rains, were leaving the usual tribal grounds for the foothills of the Sierra Nevada Mountains. When one of the Indians was questioned about the move, the following answer was recorded in the newspaper. Quote, the water would be higher than it has been for 30 years and pointed high up on the trees and houses where it would come. Unquote. Now, such an account would testify not to supernatural ability, but to simply being keyed into one's environment, both long-term, we'll say 30-year cycles uh, of information, and short-term observation. I mean, this is remarkable in and of itself, as I have rarely if ever encountered an individual, let alone a culture, that was attuned to what truly uh, occurs around them. I mean, there's a little bit, uh, within 30 days, you can turn yourself into a pretty good, damn good day-by-day uh, -day weather uh, forecast, or even down to maybe a couple of days out. But, you know, and being able to nail the 30-year uh, cycles is something altogether, but it turns out there's some hacks to it as well, just by uh, observing how uh, the creek bed rises a little bit, or doesn't rise. Uh, but to give you an example of what I mean about how people may not be tuned in in everyday life, let me ask, uh, let me give you, give this a try. I'm going to ask a, a question for you. Right now, which way is east? Point. Uh, to uh, whenever I do this, I usually get a, a point in the wrong direction or a little bit of a pause before the right direction is indicated. Now, why is this possibly significant? If we or I need a moment to ponder a cardinal direction, it is doubtful I've got the observational skills to predict tomorrow's weather, let alone recognize the reemergence of a 30-year cycle. That's all I'm saying here. Now, if I asked you who slapped who at the Oscars the other night, you got no pause. You're on top of this, Johnny on the spot, with information that really, to be quite frank with you, do we really need such a thing beyond moral lessons and you know conversations and wars, right? Now, some scoffs say, now we have apps and weather.com for such things now. And uh, let me also point out, apps and weather information are basically averages of a broad area. And, you know, if anyone who's an outdoors person knows uh, weather apps may tell you the general overall weather, perhaps in a county-by-county -county region, but it's not telling you your specific direct uh, uh, location. I know that it's, uh, I sail. And so I may say, hey, the winds are right here. Or we can look at the, the weather app and say, the winds are here. But as soon as you hit the water and here's the fetch, it goes completely different. The weather and the winds, everything is shifting moment by moment and can be really significant in uh, certain states, so certain circumstances. So we just can't just look at a general broad average of a weather forecast and assume that holds for everything. It just doesn't. There's microclimates, uh, a buku of those. Okay, let's, go to, let's come back to Tubunitu. Now, if you're listening to this, chances are you've come to it because you have some interest in martial arts, combat training, street awareness, skills, etc. And you learned that this old man will occasionally go off topic and you might be listening in hopes that I find the martial threat. Well, the Awake of Tubunitu has a dual meaning and they both relate to hunting or warfare. The good hunter, the good warrior must be awake so that he may stalk his or her prey well. He must be attuned to any signs of prey, any alteration in tracks, any telltale habits that make target, target acquisition easier. The warrior hunter who is truly awake, who are embracing Tubunitu, is also aware that the flip side of stalking is stealth. 
Yes, stealth in the don't alert your prey that you're in the track sense, but also in the recognized recognizance that you, that's right, the personal Y-O-U, the person who's listening to this, are right in the middle of the food chain yourself. That is, larger animals can indeed have you on their menu, and more likely other humans have chosen Y-O-U as a prey. I mean, that can be uh, from quarters unsuspected, for example, as, uh, you know, Will Smith coming at you. Who saw that coming, right? We must have both the ability to stalk, to recognize prey, and the be alert to signs, and we must have the ability to exercise stealth and awareness for those who see us as their targets of acquisition. The middle of the food chain stance shows the wisdom of the two-way thinking of Tubonito. Now, often what happens in much of our situational awareness is we're focused on uh, the, hopefully, the, the, the wicked abnormalities that things that cause us harm. Tubonito actually asks us to embrace the entire spectrum. Actually, you'll find this in the Samurai Rinzai schools of Samurai Zen and things all across uh, across the board. If you're busy looking at everything, you're not just looking for the bad thing, the, the anomalies that stick out that could harm us. You're looking for all the beauties that are out there as well because you're attuned to these beauties and what's going on. This is what allows you to start predicting weather on the day-to-day sense. And you know, hopefully, we all get to be able to predict you know, weekly cycles, monthly cycles. Hell, if we got to 30-year cycles, that is supernatural and superhuman in my opinion. So uh, be able to see the beauty more because we're paying more attention. That's a great benefit to hopefully something we will never need it for, which is to... uh and change your life. I mean, practicing Tubonito at all times is something akin to uh, you know watching the uh, BBC reboot of the uh, Sherlock show, where you've got someone who's got these observational skills out the wazoo. You begin to see sign everywhere. These shoes shuffled off at the front door. Does this person take them off by hand? Do they slip out of them? Do they use the toe of the left foot against the heel of the right shoe? The peel first one off and then reverse the process? Oftentimes, the stack or arrangement of the shoe tells the tale. There is sign everywhere, just not in the forest. We begin to practice the tubunitu where we live the majority of our lives, where we are right now. Does your loved one adjust the chair in a set manner before they sit? Do they favor a particular hand with an eating utensil but shift for this one person? food. What color was the outfit were they wearing today? What color is their, their shoes? To live in Tubonito, one would already know the answer to these questions. To live in Tubonito is a two-way flow. It means that you become more awake to the predators in your world, and by being more awake to the non-predators around you, your loved ones, friends, and acquaintances, you learn to immerse yourself in the practice of being awake and aware of those around you, all the while building your tracking and seeing skills. I mean, this is a complete win-win and I'll repeat it, win, 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 win. In the two-way flow of Tubonito, you would also observe yourself as your predator sees you. We do cover this our no-sake-of-chance drills is, you know, you've got to be the predator to understand. You've got to stalk your, yourself. And uh, this is such an old idea. I mean, it, it's, I think it's better expressed in this early uh, Plains information. Uh, what are your tells, your habits, your ticks? Where would you attack yourself? They don't simply have to be in the arena of how you approach your car in a parking lot, but in the everyday world you operate in. By learning to observe yourself and everyone around you when it seems like it doesn't matter, you learn to build skills that can aid and abet when it may matter. By observing the world around us each and every day, the aforementioned California tribe did not head for the hills until it was necessary. But that only came when they, because they were observant and awake and paying attention to the world around them every day, whether it brought them attention to dangers or attentional appreciation to the bounty around them. So, to live the two-way flow of a middle-of-the-road food chain warrior, hunter-gatherer, one must make a commitment to being awake. That's why tubunitu is not merely a phrase, it is a command. You must be tubunitu, tsare tubunitu. 
Do your current habits contribute to being awake? Do you think earbuds and phones and hands make good hunters or easy prey? To be tubonito is to be present. It means to be wildly present. To be tubonito is to be hyper appreciative in the good times and hyper vigilant in the bad. To be tubonito is to be wise enough to spot the difference between the two. So, by your own estimation, are you tubonito? Now, we'll conclude this saying, yeah, like, subscribe, share the podcast if you like, and we are definitely bringing all this material uh, into a program to be released to the gin pop uh, in the very near future so people get their hands on those. Uh, I don't, I, I wager it's a, a, a marginal uh, uh, cadre of folks who'd, who'd want to do this, but I found it remarkably rewarding over this past uh, decade of playing with it, particularly half decade of particularly immersing the self in it. Uh, it does lead to a mind flip and there's wonders and puzzles and riddles to be solved and they abound everywhere. But again, uh, just today, look around you. What sign is there to see? Enjoy your loved ones. Enjoy yourself. See everything. Have a good one. Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, extremeselfprotection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. <laughs>